This episode of We'd Like to Talk was recorded prior to the results of the 2020 election coming out. Thank you and enjoy. Now, welcome back to We'd Like to Talk. This is episode three with your pals, Hal. And Jamal. And we're coming at you live during um, chaotic third day of elections. Yes. You know, I am always fond of the multi-day elections that we have here in the United States. Yes. Very happy to be speaking to everyone from the gatekeeper, the... Place the um, what do you call it? The White House. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the White House. No, um, I meant from the place that is holding America's attention by the sensitive parts. Mm, by the balls. We- <laughs> <laughs> Reno, Nevada. <clears throat> oh. I didn't go. I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, Nevada yeah. right now is in the spotlight, and boy, does it feel good. Yeah, it really does. Finally, you know what I mean? The attention we deserve. Uh, I know. I've been feeling really cocky the last 24 hours or so, just because yeah, I know everyone's too. talking about us, looking at us. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You guys counted quickly. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, just like waking up, checking Twitter, and seeing that every other meme is about Nevada feels really good. I know. I'm like, I live there. That's me. That's us. <laughs> I can't count. I'm really bad at math. I like the jokes that are saying, um, you had, you hired Nevadans to count the polls. Did you check which kind of polls they were before you did that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> good one. The rest of the United States is just jealous of Nevada. Because um, we're like the party state, but like also the cowboys. We're like party cowboys. Like we're the space, wild, wild west. Space party cowboys. My friend referred to it as the glitter gulch of America, which I really love. Yeah, glitter gulch. I love that. Coming at you live from the Glitter Gulch. It sounds gay. <laughs> Just it probably saying. is, honestly. The Glitter Gulch. <laughs> My favorite is just, you know, knowing that Nevada is always critical to the election. First in the West. Thank you very much, our caucus. So, you know. Yep, it's true. Quiet down, quiet down flyovers. <laughs> A swing state is talking. <laughs> A swing state is counting <clears throat> with our six electoral votes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the irony of like my vote, my vote meaning something. Mm-hmm. Like I do, I think voting is a privilege. I think voting is very important. If you can vote and you feel passionate about voting, I believe that you should vote. However, I am also very skeptical of our system. I think it is very antiquated in many ways mm-hmm. um and so you know but i knew that 20 2008 came down to washoe county almost like within nevada i know 16 election also came down to like washoe county so like nevada's always had that role mm-hmm. um but now in this year the pandemic the pandemic <laughs> after everything we've been through uh 
all the attention's on us. Yeah, I'm ready though, you know? I love a show. Yeah, same. You know what? I would like to say that um, Georgia took the spotlight away from us for a while and boy, did they deliver. They really put on a show. Yeah. And so I think now it's time to come back to Nevada, bring the attention fully back to us and let yeah. us walk out with our boots on and, and really show you how we can entertain because <laughs> we can, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so friends and family and soon to be friends and family who are listening to our podcast. First of all, thank you so much. As a new little podcast trying to make our way into the, the, the World Wide Web, we appreciate anybody that's listening to us. Um, but we also know that this week has been tense, to say the least, for almost everybody in this country. And we would really like to just offer some laughs, some fun relief by way of getting really high and answering your questions that you submitted to us. Yeah, I've had enough talking about politics and voting and how amazing Reno, Nevada is <laughs> um, to fill me up for at least a few days. So today I'm smoking out of a really cute handheld sized bong, ceramic. Love that. Today I've got pink pipe, you know, the old workhorse, if you will, <laughs> a little glass pipe like that. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh, it got me good. Um, what are you smoking? It's actually a couple of things. And I know one of the strains is from Fleur. Fleur. Oh, Fleur. Fleur. L little salad, little floor salad. Little floor salad. Now I'm naked <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Love that. Like you've taken a French word and made it sound like Swedish somehow. <laughs> the floor, right? <laughs> I'm cold and I'm awake. Lying on the floor. Um, I'm smoking. I don't know about you. She's oh. healing 22. Oh, I've never seen that before. It's cute. This is 22 Red. They probably would not enjoy the Taylor Swift reference as much as I did, but I don't know. I don't know if she's affiliated. I'd assume not. You think she smokes pot? Probably not, but maybe like every once in a while at Coachella when she's getting loose with her squad. <laughs> <laughs> she get a little swift. A little swifty. I don't know. I hope uh, she does every once in a while, but not enough to stray her vocal cords. Like let loose. <laughs> she made a folk album. I feel like you have to smoke pot to make a folk album, right? That's a really good point. I think it's a rule, yeah. I think she made I it from a cabin as well. So there's really- What is she doing? You know what I mean? chance that she wasn't smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I, that little hit really fired me up on the inside. It's been a while since I've had one of those that lit me up deep down. <laughs> Um, anyway, this is the 22 OG. I've noticed that you smoke a lot of OGs. You know. You're an original gangster, and so takes, are strains. Takes one to know one, as they say. <laughs> no, it's really because I don't, I can't smoke sativas most of the time. Mm -hmm. Like, sativas have a higher concentration of terpenes that, and cannabinoids that just, like, make my skin crawl, and I don't like it. It makes me feel super anxious and just, like, I should be doing something. It makes me feel like I'm having a psychotic break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's getting better with time, but when I wasn't smoking a lot of weed and I was smoking sativas, it was, like, 
genuine panic that I might die in the night. <laughs> yeah. I would ha- take dab sometimes. It was worse when I would dab, and I'm pretty sure it's limonene. And I know like most strains have limonene in them. Yeah. But when it's like a sativa with a high limonene, and it's always when I do a dab, I either have to lay down and then I start to pray that I don't pass away in my <laughs> sleep. Stop, yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, my heart's going to stop. And oh I'm just, or I think I stop breathing. Mm. You ever get that yes. where you catch your breath? That's the and you're exact like, experience <laughs> I have. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to call my parents and tell them I'm dying because I smoked too much pot. Like, that's my yeah, first. I'm like, I'm literally going to be the first person in human history to die from sp- smoking pot. Like, this <laughs> oh, oh my God. It's so funny. I wonder if everybody that has that same experience has that same kind of fear because that's truly my experience. I go into like, I'm going to die any minute mode. (laughs) That's an anxiety attack though. Yeah. So when I started to like focus more on what terpenes I was smoking and like which weed strains made me feel like that, like I got more in front of it. Um, And so I try to go for things with a decent amount of myrcene and or like everything's about a balance. You know what I mean? So if it has high limonene or limonene, however you pronounce it, make sure limonene. that that's not limonene. S'il y a plusieurs de limonene, donc il n'y a pas de problème. Whoa. That really caught me off guard. Was that a real language? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. You know, fleur. I C'est didn't know you Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, speak more French. Speak this whole episode to me in French. <laughs> Bonjour, messieurs et Je m'appelle Jamal Eddin. Uh, je suis un marketeur pour le Blackbird. Wow. Yeah, you like you that? You on a journey there. I like that. Was, that. that was four years of French right there. <laughs> wow. Okay, how about this? Plié, ton levé, wow. jeté, pas de chat. <laughs> Yes. That's the only French I know. It's from doing ballet. I love that. Okay, so I'm going to backtrack you because I don't know if you realized that you were doing this, but you were already answering one of the questions that we have. So we're going to get into questions. Everybody, I'm going to insert cool music here. (laughs) So we're going to start with some questions. Okay, okay. Questions, questions, questions. Okay, so we asked our audience, you, our fans, to give us questions. And we're going to keep doing this. So in the future, if you want to ask us some questions, go to our Instagram page at Blackbird, go underscore to ask questions to us. (laughs) Whoa, I just turned into a robot. Okay, first question that Jamel was already kind of answering, so we're going to start here. K.A. Carl 75 asked, what is your favorite terpene combo when you're anxious? Oh, man. I know, it's kind of a hard one. But you were saying myrcene helps you avoid anxiety attacks, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. So I find that, like, myrcene and caryophylline. 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 Are terpenes that I gravitate toward versus limonene or even some of the other like linalol, some of the other kind of niche yeah. 
terpenes. To be fair, I don't look for them. So that's definitely part of it. I'm pretty out of touch with terpenes. I know that I like myrcene, but I think that I like caryophyllene. And I like pinene. I do know that. But I don't know if I like pinene's effects so much, but I like the strains taste that have a lot of pinene. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel with, with caryophyllene. Because caryophyllene has like a peppery, it's very like herbaceous, but like a bitter herb. Oh, and bitter I, herb. Bitter herb. <laughs> a bitter herb. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I you know, come from fragrance and coffee. So like the notes are really important. The nose, the aroma, if you totally. will. I played strings in high school and the notes were really important then too. So <laughs> good one. <laughs> um, can you eat shatter? You're so quick to move on from that one. Okay. Asks literally everyone. This is actually a really funny question to me. Um, but Bongrip Bajwa wanted to know, can you eat shatter? And no, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can eat whatever you'd like, but will it get you stoned? No. Will it taste good? No. Yeah. I wonder what it tastes like. Tar probably. <laughs> it's it probably tastes like whatever is used to extract it. But the reason that you can't is because cannabis in its green form is high in a cannabinoid called THCA, tetrahydrocannabolic acid. Nice. And thanks. <laughs> through a process called decarboxylization. So because it goes through a chemical change through combustion um, or being heated or being exposed to light and air where it degrades and loses part of its makeup and it becomes THC you have to put the cannabis through that process for it to get you stoned. And so if you just eat shatter, it's not going to do that for you. So it's just like an expensive snack that doesn't taste very good. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This podcast is brought to you by Blackbird. Blackbird is a software and services company in the cannabis industry who provides marketing tools and transportation solutions that help cannabis operators grow their businesses and their brands. Looking to order some weed and get it delivered in the state of Nevada? Go to blackbirdgo.com and we'll get it to you soon. Okay, hey, ready for the next question? Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Okay, you ready? What is the funniest high moment you've ever had? Oh, that's a really hard question. <laughs> I don't remember half of them, I feel like. Same. Ever is a really hard part, so maybe just like tell a funny high story as of late. Oh, that's even harder. <laughs> Nothing's know, the, ones, <clears throat> the ones that come to mind for me are like from high school. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <clears throat> the story that I'm thinking of is like, <laughs> me and my friends were just so type A that rather than like showing up to school later ditching class we would go to school an hour early to smoke weed and then go to class <laughs> <laughs> which like now that I look at my life it's like 
That's so funny. It's so on brand for how you still are. Yeah, I've come full circle. But we also would like make sure to just not be late. So we would often get to class and still have like 15 minutes to wait outside Mm. before we could even get in, just like stoned. And the first few times that I smoked at school, I was so terrified of like being caught, obviously. And particularly because when I was younger, wow, I'm going to wrap myself out. Not, I was pressured into ratting someone out for smoking weed before school. And that's what you did too. And they got in trouble. Yeah, they got suspended. If you're listening, I'm sorry, Melanie Dobson. It was my- <laughs> Christina Riley. <laughs> We're ready to make some reparations. Yeah. Should we get them on the podcast? Bring you some swag or something. I'll buy you a pre-roll. <laughs> <laughs> Holy um, cow. <laughs> okay, to, for context, I grew up in a very religious home, and I was like a strict Muslim. Um, and I showed up to school and was like standing by my friends and just like talking and then out of nowhere they like pulled out a pipe and I realized what was happening and I removed myself immediately um because I was so scared yeah and then um somebody told me when I got into school that I smelled like weed and so oh, I panicked yeah I, bet. So I, went and told, I was also a teacher's pet so I went and told the dean of students I was like um I think somebody was smoking pot <laughs> You're like, don't mind that I smell like it. It wasn't. I don't. Yeah, it wasn't. I smell like it because (laughs) I saw someone smoking it. Damn. Well, yeah. I hope that Melanie and what was the other girl's name? Christina. No, was it? No, it was her sister, Rachel. Sorry. Rachel and Melanie. We are happy to make reparations. Come on the show and we will um, talk it out. I'll play therapist and you guys can work out your... It'd be really nice for all of you to heal through I don't. Please don't. No. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Um, I was suspended in school too, you know. We all have to get suspended. I didn't. <laughs> well, I was suspended for walking out for protesting for human rights, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the first time. The second time was because I was trying to steal a camera. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. I love that you're just letting all your secrets out. <laughs> yeah, you get me stoned and... Honestly, not even. I'm an open book all the time. You just have to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, shoot. What was the question again? Oh. Something, something, smoke pot. Oh, funny story, smoke funny, dick pot. Funny story, funny high moment. Okay. Um, I guess that wasn't a high moment. <laughs> being, being fucking neurotic and showing up to school early to smoke weed is not a high moment. It's the opposite of a high moment. It's a very buzzkill moment. <laughs> well, if that's what made you happy then, like, good for you, you know? Getting good grades did make me happy. You're right. <laughs> it still does. <laughs> it... Drag me <laughs> Oh, my God. It's not something to be embarrassed of. There was a murder in the Oval Office. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, For any of those watching, that is what we call shade. (laughs) I don't think it was that bad, but I'm glad that it hurt. Because your reaction is really feeling fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you my funny story, please? (laughs) 
don't know why I asked for permission. <laughs> okay. You have, you have the floor, Senator Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. The scene is 2011. It's my first ever music festival. Day one. I, sh- I drove there with friends from Reno to Washington, Sasquatch Music Festival. I had never been to anything like that in my life. It felt like a real Woodstock moment for me. <laughs> and so I had some weed brownies at like 9 a.m. Didn't have tickets. To- so I was like, we've got to figure out how we're going to get in. Um, <laughs> and we had a group of friends that were did have tickets and there was just three of us that didn't. So <clears throat> my one friend, Taco... <laughs> makes us even better that that's his name his name's justin but we call him taco he was like follow me girls and like me and my friend rita just like followed him so anyone that's not been to sasquatch it's up at the gorge in washington it's it's gorgeous <laughs> and to, it's like up on a cliff of the the columbia river gorge it's really something like I've never seen. And so we just like walk past the venue and it's like a private property. And he's like, this is totally chill. Just follow me at this point. The, the weed brownies kicked in and I am for all I know, blacked out. Like I <laughs> have no idea what's going on. I was like 19. Um, and then we start running through this property. It turns out there's, we're just like kind of casually hopping from tree to tree, just like sneaking through this person's property to get because the the river was on the other side of this property and he had a plan to just like get us to the river so we start going through the like vineyard on this property and all of a sudden uh what's it called a little golf cart guy sees us a security guard from the festival and starts chasing us and so the three of us are like running in unison and ducking through the vineyard and in my mind still i feel like it was the funniest thing that's ever happened because i was terrified i was like oh my god i'm gonna go to jail like this is my worst nightmare but i'm running with my two friends and we're all like dressed ridiculously with like fanny packs and i'm just high on my mind and just ducking in unison like run run duck run run duck and then we got out and we ran all the way to the cliff and escaped the guy, which was just crazy. Um, and then we like scaled down the side of the gorge, cut our limbs up in every way possible, ran through some poison ivy, ran through this incredible riverfront property that who knew was down there. <laughs> I was like, is this P. Diddy's house? It's like MTV Cribs mansion on the water. Yeah, like you saying that I'm like, there's houses there? Right. If you Someone go down. Else's property there? That's insane. Yeah, two properties that we ran into. And I was like, this is nuts. Anyway, so it was a really crazy adventure. We scaled up the other side of the river and then finally get to the back end of the music festival, like the concert venue at the very, very top back corner. And we were like, okay, we've made it. Let's just like hop the fence and jump in. But just like such a a huge roundabout way to get there, by the way. Like we went on this crazy (laughs) adventure high out of our minds for like three hours scaling the hillsides and running through people's properties in the river. And then I jump, I'm the first one to go over the fence and I get up at the top and there's someone that works right there and makes eye contact with me someone like working the festival and I was like oh my fucking god and I just like am perched up on the fence and I'm like please please let me in (laughs) and then I think she like looked at my body which was like covered in blood and a rash on my legs and like the three of us just jumped in and she let us go and then we had the best day of my life (laughs) 
So it's funny because I had like a, a kind of funny weed experience like at the Gorge, mm-hmm. at Sasquatch, but this was 2015. Mm-hmm. Funny story, um, Haley and I, not only did we grow up a street of, apart from each other and she was in my brother's class and we also studied the same thing in college. We also were at the same festival in a different state at the same time. We ran into each other. <laughs> ran into each other. Thousands of people yeah. and we ran into each other. So nice. Um, but when I, the first group that I remember seeing or the first person I remember seeing was, um, what is it? Cro- Chroma? What? Chroma. Is that his name? Chromio. Chromio. There we go. Was I was like, what's his name? Chromatica? What is it? <laughs> I was also thinking Chromatica. My God. Anyway, um, it was Chromio. And it's like the first show we made of the day, just walked a mile from the campsite, stoned out of my mind. And I sit down and I cannot even hear the music because I'm like staring at the view and almost sobbing because oh like no. the view is so loud that I couldn't even like, <laughs> it didn't register that there was music playing. Um, all I had to do was pay for a ticket. So it's crazy. <laughs> we had such, you know, revelations. Yeah, well, guess what? I paid for a ticket every other year and I went years. <laughs> but that I love year. that. You know what though? Honestly, if any marketing people are listening, any marketing people from Sasquatch, whoever let her in needs a raise. Right, because then that I can- one person made that. a return customer, yeah. Exactly. I, I think if I hadn't had that crazy adventure of going in and sneaking in that first day, it wouldn't have been as like such a special memory for me, that place, because it was just so nuts. But yeah, that's my funny story. I love that. Okay, what other questions do we have? Weed suppositories, what up with that? And is it better than edibles? <laughs> My favorite question so far. <laughs> One more time, weed suppositories, what up with that? <laughs> and is it better than edibles? <laughs> um, I can't say from experience, but I can't imagine that they taste very good. So they're probably not better than edibles. Right. Um, in terms of do they hit harder? <laughs> My guess is yes. <laughs> Okay, so suppositories are like totally a thing for a lot of different reasons too. So people do use suppositories to treat like endometriosis and some issues like with the cervix and things. And that is just a call out and a a call in. Um, The same way that like a lot of as seen on TV things seem really goofy, but they're actually like focused on accessibility. It's the same thing with cannabis. So there's like a lot of cannabis things that seem really funny or like silly but it's like they were created in the medical market before any of this got here so we have the suppositories to thank for the delicious edibles we're able to enjoy now definitely i know that i don't really know exactly about what people use cannabis suppositories for but i've definitely you know heard of other i remember stories of girls in high school doing (laughs) beer enemas Oh, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Vodka. Um, yeah, vodka. What do they call vodka that? Vodka tampons, even. Yeah, but there's a like a rocket. Uh, vodka rocket? Uh, <laughs> Rock rocket. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. My fear, though, is that, like, it will be too intense, and I'm, I will panic as soon as I start to feel it. Because when you start to feel it, you'll, I mean, feel the effects of it. <laughs> you know that it's only going to, like, intensify from there 
Yeah. And that's how it is like with edibles, but I feel like <laughs> Yeah, no. Edibles feel more controlled. It's like I think it's also just like you're, we're more familiar with ingesting food that way and understanding how it works. I think there's yeah. like this unknown when you're putting something in it. So many people, it's exit only, right? So like, if you don't know, don't play with what you don't know. Okay, it's the same with magic. It's the same with tools. It's the same with cannabis. Don't play with what you don't know, okay? Oh, oof. So silly. Okay, ready for the next question? Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. What celebrities have pot brands? Oh. Um, so I'm not really great with celebrities and pop brands because I'm not great with celebrities. That feels surprising to me and disappointing, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not like, I don't know. I, I didn't grow up with cable, so like I didn't, I didn't. I'm a little bit jealous, honestly. I'm like a little bit too celebrity crazy. (laughs) It's probably my biggest character fault. (laughs) Okay, but do you know, okay, so do you know any celebrity brands, pop brands? Oh, yeah. Uh, Burner is a rap artist who, (laughs) a rapper, some may say. Um, No, but he owns the brand Cookies. Um, and they do a lot of collabs with other um, celebrities. And so there's a line that they have with Run the Jewels mm. called Ooh La La, actually. Um, Willie's Reserve. Um, yeah, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Who else has a weed? Oh, I'm going to tell you my number one favorite one. Ready? Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> no. Uh, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I knew that you didn't. I sent you an article about it a while ago and I said, we need to quit at Blackbird and go work for Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Real lesbian cottage core vibe with Melissa Etheridge at the top on a beautiful farm. It's called Etheridge Farms. Yeah. Well, that's probably my number one. Who knows if the weed's good? Who knows if anything about it's good, but I just, you know, I can't say no to that combination. Um, Some other good ones, Seth Rogen. But that's in Canada, so we can't have access to that. His oh. brand is called Houseplant, and I love the design. And then Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. The brand Tikal is by someone. Method Man. There's so many. Um, John Belushi. Jim Belushi? John, John, Bel- <laughs> John Belushi. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, I'm like, I'm so good at pop culture. <laughs> Oh, Gene Simmons was involved with a brand called Invictus. I don't know if he still is. Invictus. Of course, that would be the name of his weed. I know. It's so hardcore. What are celebs that you want to have a brand? Like, what are, I mean, I hand, hands down. <laughs> Actually, Samantha Ronson would be the, <laughs> that would be the brand I would go for. That's like very on brand. The way that like me smoking an hour before school to not be late was very on brand. That's very on brand. <laughs> me saying some anthrops. Yeah. <laughs> you saying Lindsay Lohan and then correcting yourself actually. <laughs> That's true. Because the second I realized it, I'm way more of a Samantha than I am a Lindsay. But I, I would have said the other way around, you know, if it was 10 years ago. Yeah. 
back when I was not so gay and everyone told me I looked a little bit like Lindsay Lohan because I had freckles. <laughs> Before she started speaking, Yeah, I bet especially accents. when you were a kid. Oh my God, I got it all the time, especially during uh, Parent Trap. Yeah. But I've always been so much blonder than she ever was that I kind of thought it was weird, but I got it recently once too. And I'm like, really? At this point, I'll say thanks a lot. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> My head's about twice the width of hers. <laughs> I'm probably twice her size. <laughs> um, I would love for Lady Gaga to have, you know, oh, a little no. brand. Imagine Chromatica, the weed brand. Yeah. I would fall out of my chair for, for that I brand. Could, she'd make a run for the tropicals. I think she'd go for the tropicals. I bet Rihanna could have a really cool brand too. Yeah, definitely. Um, is Afro Man still with us? <laughs> yeah, he's right here. <laughs> Hello, is Afro Man here? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for us to interview him. <laughs> How awesome would that be? <laughs> he just walked out. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, Afro Man not only should have. A brand, a brand, but like he deserves one given to him, quite frankly, license and all, tax free. For what he's if, done for this community. If I was president, yeah. Afro Man would not pay a dime in taxes. That's some, that's some uh, legislation I could get behind. <laughs> because he got high. Because he got high. So that we could get high. Love that. Who else? Who else? Frankie Muniz, maybe? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like trying to think of people I would want to smoke with, and that's who I would imagine. Like, oh, oh. Frankie Muniz. <laughs> you're thinking of like, I don't. What I? I'm more disturbed by your reaction to that. What? How are you thinking of this? <laughs> I don't know. Just like the vibe, the aesthetic. The vibe. <laughs> Air branding. Honestly, I might be a sucker for like a Matthew McConaughey weed brand. It'd be like very Texas, <laughs> like dirt, <laughs> dirt Texas meets like handsome Hollywood man. It'd have like a very rustic Americana vibe, which I usually am really not into, but given the day and our backgrounds, I'm feeling a little patriotic. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I just like Matthew McConaughey's. I like his voice and I would like to smoke weed with him and just like listen to him tell stories. Orville Peck. What if Orville Peck had a brand? What was that? <laughs> what was that? It's Friday. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love that. Was that at your house? Yeah. Okay. Woo, that was like perfect. When they said, what about, War you said, what about Orville Peck? And it was like, <laughs> Oh <laughs> That's because he's no, I'm just <laughs> oh, okay, this is too much fun. Thank you for listening to this Q&A with us, getting high and sharing some thoughts. Um, maybe you learned something, maybe not. 
Um, but thank you for listening to us, and we'll catch you in a week. In, we'll catch you in two weeks. Today's episode and every other episode is brought to you by Blackbird. Order cannabis um, for pickup or delivery at blackbirdgo.com and learn more about Blackbird software and transportation transportation solutions. Transportation solutions at myblackbird.com. Trouvez plus d'informations de le service et le software de Blackbird à notre website myblackbird.com.